You know, when I read this, I'll, I'll save my comment for the, for the air. Save this. You just killed the whole intro right there, talking right through the music. See if you had the headphones. Yeah, we told him to wear the headphones, and he just completely ignores it. Hey, you get to be executive of the year. Right. You do whatever you want. All right, all right. My fault. Yeah. Two so, times executive of the year. Two times executive of the year. About to be three. Uh, About to be three. I don't think so. Draymond's putting you in the Hall of Fame. Draymond? Oh, no. This is Marcus Thompson. I'm here with Tim Kawakami. This is Warriors Plus Minus. We're at a very quiet and empty Warriors practice facility. And that's because it's off season, and we have the architect. Warriors, what are you, president of basketball so. operations? I think yep. that's what it is. You're still, general man, you're still kept general manager yeah. title, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, is that we, just like, why? I don't know. Just so the business card can look official? We're just trying to put a team on the floor. Uh, no, I don't know why. Um, yeah, it says president and GM. That's what it says. So. You get paid for both titles, though, right? <laughs> yeah, you get double. I get yeah, a president yeah, and GM. Yeah. That's why. It's He's not giving back any millions. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Uh, no, well, well, we were here. The, the uh, Bob Myers addressed us about the uh, about the signings, the free agent signings, all the players coming back. Nick Young here also addressed the media. Nick Young just left, I mean, since you're saying like dressed or dressed, I'm thinking yeah. of dress. I think it should be pointed out that Bob, who's usually like dapper, dapper, yeah. he's like in a t-shirt yeah. for a press kit. Like it's this off never, season. This has right? never happened before. It's the off season. Like, we've got to the point where Bob is like, man, give me is a t-shirt, he, some sweats. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. He's what do you out, think, he's, Tim? I think I think you look. You're ready to put some shots up. Yeah, pretty soon. That's, it's the off season. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. You know it's how many just times you have like, to wear a suit? It's what you season? do, though. It's who you are. Oh, the suit? Or yeah, the, the suit. Oh. <laughs> well, that's at games. Yeah, I know, right? This we is just you and Tim. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, this is true. the lowest that's right. level. That's true. That is also true. You ask for that? That's Why would I legitimize this with a suit and tie? Right. Well, let's get into some actual questioning away from the Marcus line of of questioning here. Obviously. As you mentioned in, in, in your presser just now, uh, the key to a lot of this was Kevin Durant sure. taking not only less than the, you know, than the max yeah. he took, which is the, yeah. the, that allowed you to keep Andre Godala yep. and, and Sean Livingston's bird rights, but also he took even five million or six million less than that, the thirty-one point right. eight, which was uh, would have allowed you to, to keep their not allow them not to renounce them. A lot of technical stuff, but he took a lot less yeah. than he could have. Right. I'm just saying, what was the timing of that? Did he? When did he approach? He, when did he and his agent well, Rich Clement approach you? Yeah, when the when the free agency began, we had heard what you guys had heard that he was open to taking uh, less to sign Andre and Sean. So they made that really clear right from the from the jump that that was their position. Like from the jump in the Hamptons? No, no, no. no. <laughs> from, from from when free agency started, gotcha. they called and said, just mm-hmm. to be clear, um, this is where we are. And uh, we're, we don't we don't need the full max. Which if they had said, well, you can say goodbye to pretty much most of our bench, Andre, Sean. Um, and by the way, if that's what they would have wanted, that's what they would have gotten. Kevin deserves no whatever money he wants. But so that was nice to hear that they were going to give us the opportunity to at least explore signing. They Sean. give you a number, or they no. They, so, yeah. so let me finish. So then they said, look, we're, we don't we're, we're not taking the max, or we don't want the max. We're would would if we were to do this number of twenty five, would that help you? And I, at first, I was kind of in shock. I said, uh, yeah, what do you, "Yeah, I said, yeah. what what do you mean?" Um, and they said, "We want to win, and we want to we want to bring these guys back, and will this help?" And I said, "Well, first of all, let's acknowledge you be will, being willing to take less than the max. Like that alone is a gesture that should not be overlooked. Um, that some people wouldn't do. Second of all, to go to these lengths, I felt pressure and responsibility. Now we better." You know, for, for this guy to sacrifice at this level, 
I have a responsibility, we have a responsibility to bring back a team as good or better. When you're charged with that um, opportunity that he gave, I felt a responsibility like, wow, this guy's going to do this for us um, to win, to help us bring back a better team. We better go out and be aggressive in signing our guys. So it happened pretty fast, um, but it was in his own, out of his own volition. I would never ask him to do that. I don't think that's fair um, to ask any player of his caliber to do that, but he offered, made sure he was sincere. And if you guys have gotten to go Kevin a little bit, Kevin's not about money. I mean, he really isn't. He's about winning, and I think it was his way of uh, acknowledging the experience he had and what was most important to him. And, you know, the conversation I had with him was we, we can't lose Sean and Andre. We just can't do it. I'm not going to let that happen. And some guys would just say that, but he didn't just say it by taking the amount of money he did. He almost put it in my hands and our hands as an organization of I'm doing this. Let's make sure we bring back a team uh, that can help us win the championship again. So that's really how it went down. So I'm wondering, maybe only Kevin can answer this. Why did he think he needed to do that? Because we all understood all he had to do was take the 20% raise with the non-bird rights. Did he not know that that's all he needed to do? Or was there some kind of, was it understood organizationally that, hey, this cap number, if we bring everybody back, the tax is too high. And, and like, it's well, not we going spoke that early, early in free agency and just said, hey, look, it's going to be hard economically um, when I spoke to him and Rich to get this team back. Just, you know, it, we're going to try, but it's going to be difficult. It's going to be competitive. And, um, that was just the first thing I got to say before they said, look, this is, we've talked, Rich and Kevin had talked about it internally and said, well, this is what we're prepared to do to help make that happen. And I said, okay, wow, you know, that, that's pretty powerful. Um, and I will say that had that not occurred, it would have affected our negotiations much differently. And I don't think we get, I don't think we get both those guys back. I just said it. I, I'm, I'm pretty confident, barring major discounts from either Andre or Sean, or, um, we're staring at one of them right now. So I think Kevin realized that, um, understood the economics of it, and just said, look, this is, I want the same group back, and this is what I'm willing to do. And uh, I think he has a good understanding. You know, he had, he had, he's made all his money up to now. He's, he's, he's always been at the max his whole career. He was the second pick in the draft, so he obviously didn't get paid with the first My pick. Career yet, earnings about $152 yeah, million pretty, just pretty in the media. And, yeah. and again, I mean, I think it's a reflection of Kevin. You know, the alternative would have been, let, let me have my max. And, and there is no uh, Andre and Sean. That, that's one route you could have taken. Well, I guarantee you that we're a worse team without that. Second alternative would have been, let me do the non-bird, and we'll just live with one of those guys, which I thought was what was going to happen. Um, that's the likeliest outcome. He does the non-bird. We get one of them. Um, we try. Um, unless they decide to take a discount, Sean or Andre. And I think you, know, you could argue whether they did or didn't. Both of them might have even done it and still were weighing the tax. Or the third outcome which I did not expect was I'm willing to take $25 million if we can get both of them back. Um, and, you know, Tim, you did a good job of outlining. Some might say, well, it's just money and Joe's. That's not the truth. The truth is, without this, we're approaching a huge payroll that I don't think any organization would have been comfortable with. Um, in any line of work within the NBA, it would have been a payroll that would have been the highest ever in the history of the NBA, I believe. With counting the tax. Counting the tax, yeah. yeah. Counting yeah. the tax, which, which we have to count, mm -hmm. um, which is in there for a reason. It's to prevent the tax um, is to serve a purpose of um, providing parity. 
um, it's that's what it does, and it's 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 a mechanism for it, and it it does a good job of it. It it makes teams realize they have to make sacrifices. Uh, fortunately for us, by Kevin sacrificing, the easiest way to say it is we didn't have to sacrifice a roster spot. Mm-hmm. That would have been the sacrifice. Without his sacrifice, we lose a player that we believe would help us win more championships, and that has helped us win championships. Um, but again, I think it's a for me and our organization to see. You know, it, it's all tied together. Like I said, Andre got on the plane to recruit Kevin Durant, knowing full well, had our season ended and Kevin Rose's hand and said, I want a max, Andre's gone. That's the bottom line. I mean, there was probably people in his life saying, don't don't go recruit Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, he's going to take all your money. You can't even re-sign with them because if they want to max him out. But Andre, by the way, he never mentioned that to me ever. Not only did he not, he went and recruited Kevin and was very important in that recruitment, but he never said, hey, man, just so you know, you better do this. For-. He never <laughs> said it. Some players would say it. So there's leadership, there's sacrifice throughout, and I, maybe this was Kevin's way of saying, you know, I've, I've, never, I've never sacrificed financially. I want to do this um, because me, Joe, Steve, nobody would ever push Kevin Durant. I would never do that to him to have him, you need to do this for us. He offered. We made sure he was. It, he meant it. Um, and thankfully, gosh, what if he had done that and we hadn't gotten the right? Yeah, you could have screwed, yeah, that one. screwed it could, up yeah. pretty bad. But fortunately, could have changed his mind. Like, yeah, he could have said, "Hey, listen, you, you didn't get anything done, no. buddy. I want, I want all my money." Max. So, you know, uh, was there a straight line between that and, and offering the full yeah. level I mean, to, to Nick Young? I'd say, if not entirely straight, straight enough. Where, um, like I said, it's all connected. I'm surprised you offered the full thing. I, I really. You mean yeah. as far as. Because to, to of Nick, him yeah. or because of the fact that we just spent it? Yeah, they just spent I the mean, whole that's thing. Another, I mean, here's the thing that we struggle with, Tim, and, and I think you more than anybody have a really good handle on the economics mm-hmm. of us and the NBA, and I know you work hard to get it right, and I read some of the things you wrote, and I thought it was really good. Um, and you're usually a step ahead um, as far as trying to understand it. But That's when, far too much, Tim. <laughs> Cal- no, but like, I'm being honest with him. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'll get you later. Uh, but... When we sit here and say, okay, when a guy like Kevin does what he did, it does put a responsibility on us because what the statement he's making is, I want to win a championship. I won one. I want to, I want to win another one. Let's do everything possible. So we feel a responsibility of saying, okay, whereas we would not have spent the full tax pyramid level, now we're sitting there going, wow, we are again over budget, over a comfort level as far as total salary plus tax, but... If we have an opportunity to get a guy that we think can maybe help us win again, we have to do it. We owe it to not just Kevin, but all the players. Um, David West, who's given up, I don't know how much money he's given up over the last few years. Um, Zaza gave up money to come last year. Uh, And again, that's how you sustain it. But without all of that coming together, when you say a straight line, straight enough where without that specific... um, decision we, we probably don't spend it I, well, I don't think we spend it was the apron number which 125 which you're way over now yeah. was that your initial target theoretical target well, you'd like to look there's some scenarios where staying out of the tax and i'll tell you mm-hmm. um staying out of the tax mm-hmm. you know you could have done it we could have maybe done it but if, if he yeah and then we're not repeaters yeah. you understand yeah. Yeah. like we're not repeaters yeah we're going to be repeaters yeah. most likely now so there's all these factors that some people may want to understand, some people may not, but there was a scenario where let's just stay out of the tax. But 
I think all the fans care about or the people listening is they want us to win championships. They don't care if we're in the tax, out of the tax, 50 million over. We still have to run a business. We still have to make decisions. But there was scenarios where let's just stay out of the tax because if we do, we won't be repeaters. But then, then you got to raise your hand and go, you know what? We did not put forth our best effort to win a championship in 2017-18. We made a decision in the short term that would benefit us in the long term, but we just lessened our chances of winning a championship in the next season. And when you're in this window, you have to push. Um, use your taxpayer mid-level. Uh, try to bring back guys. Um, do what you can. You know, Go through your comfort level financially to try and win because... I think we owe it to our fans, we owe it to ourselves to try to win now. The interesting thing is if Kevin had pushed for his full max, yeah. which made you renounce we were, Andre and Sean, you would have been under, the, you been right. under the tax. That's a, great, yeah. that's a really I mean, that's good a, point. Yeah. That's a very good point. Yeah, I mean, had organizationally, mm-hmm. we he makes more, we spend less. It's it, that's it, the unique it, it's thing. It's a unique yeah. part of it. Also, you signing him last year meant yeah, that you were yeah. a cap team, yeah, not right. a luxury tax exactly. team. It's so, this weird warrior. But, but I mean, as you, because you've covered it, both you guys. Don't no, not Marcus. Not Marcus. Yes. But he's covered the team. <laughs> you know, he's covered I'm the just players. Here. He's I'm just, just here. here. So I don't get he's just, yeah, he's just decoration. Uh, that's a great point because some might say, "Well, you should have given Kevin the whole max." Mm-hmm. Organizationally, that saves us money. Mm-hmm. That's a bomb. I mean, I don't yep. know that people comprehend like. Yeah, Kevin, you have nine million more, but we just spent forty, fifty, thirty, whatever less. Um, on so yeah, on all Sean, of it. Yeah, and, yeah, but, but again, our team—I think what people care about really. I mm-hmm. think you guys are maybe closer mm-hmm. to some of this, and you hear more from fans. I think they care about winning, and that's it. Um, which is all they should care about. They want to know who's on our team, um, and can we win with the group we have. So our responsibility is to juggle the finances. The fit, the years, the guarantee, the, the type of roster, um, but we feel I feel good now. I mean, we feel good. We're we're trying to do that to the best of our ability going into the next season. I think it would have been hard. It would have been a hard sale, considering where you guys have come, and what's what's in front of you, to like not not run this out and money be the reason. Yeah. Like that would have been a hard yeah. sale. Yeah, because but you know for so long it's yeah. like all right, you finally get to this point. Well, let's break it up because yeah, it's no. a little too expensive. Sure. I think that would have been the hard sale. Agreed. But speaking of uh I wanted to ask you about it seems like every 4 years you and Andre, you getting Andre is this great obstacle course. Yeah. And this year he uh you know, he goes to San Antonio, he goes to Houston, and he gets a contract that Tim Kawakami did not think he was coming back <laughs> yeah. with. A 33-year-old <laughs> guy smart. getting 3 yeah. years for 48 I would have million. Been a lot more hard line than like, I'm always more hard line than the but agents. But did you know what executive. Kevin was willing you no, didn't know no, that, I did part. Not, that part. But that would have changed your answer yes, probably, yes, right? Absolutely. Right. I absolutely. thought you would have went higher the first 2 years. I didn't think yeah. You would guarantee it there. Yeah. How does Andre? Huh. First off, what do you think of this whole, just the work you have to put into getting Andre? <laughs> well, you know what? Um, I'll say this, and I talked to Andre. We, um, one of the transcendent moments of the last five, six years was him coming here. He came. He's. I mean, to use a business sense, he saw the stock before anybody else did. He bought in at a low number. He saw it before even maybe even I did when we went and met with him almost, I guess, five years or four years ago now. And he said, I want to come play for you guys. And I'll, what, what can you, how much money can you get? And we said, all we can get is 12. So there's a history And when he was being offered 14, 16. So he, and he came and, and, and his conviction in that decision, I even asked him that when we were talking about this one, I said, how did you know that that was the right decision? Um, 
Because I th- I think, and you can ask Andre, I don't know. I think he got offered more money for a couple years. Reportedly, yeah. And I, I mean, he told me that. I think he's being honest. And I just, I asked him after the fact. I said, hey, by the way, just for my own edification, <laughs> what were you getting offered? He said more for a couple years. Um, and I said, when you decide. I ain't buying it, just so you know. What do you say? I'm not buying it. You're not buying it? No. I, I think, well, I don't know why he would lie after the fact. I don't think he would. But anyways, you can ask him, you know. Um, but when he made the decision to come four years ago, I asked him, I said, how did you know? I mean, how did you, what did you see? And he said, I just, I just saw it. I saw what we could do. And so, you know, I said, that's, that's a pretty astute vision to see him playing with Steph and Clay and seeing it coming together. Um, and then to, I believe, and I know he was MVP of the finals in 14, 15 without, and you guys were there, you saw it. You know, he deserved to get MVP, but what he did from a leadership standpoint in that year, being kind of the big brother to the team, because he's, you know, Steph and Clay were young then, Draymond were younger than they are now. He has an ability, um, he's a leader in a quieter way. People want to follow Andre, but he's got a lot of confidence and he's got a lot of, he's very principled. So when we were negotiating this time, the biggest um, concern or point of emphasis with him was I want to be treated fairly. I, I want to I want to feel good about this contract. I want to feel like you know, I'm being rewarded and um, appreciated, really. Because when you play on our team, you've got, you know, you've got these lead singers like Steph and, and, and Kevin and this, you got Draymond out there, you got Clay and Andre, you know, you know, purposefully he'll, he'll sit back, but that's, that requires some, some humility to, to be like, you know what, I, I'm just going to play my role and there'll be games where I'm appreciated and games where I'm forgotten. And I think when it came time for his contract, he was kind of like, look, I know what I am to this organization and I want to feel like you guys know what I am. And I've, I've, I've sacrificed. Like I said, I mean, him knowing I'm going to the Hamptons to recruit a guy that's going to take all my money. Kevin never said to Andre, hey, when it comes time for me to do mine, I'll, I'll take the nom. That never happened. So Andre had to have great faith more than any of our players, because Clay's under contract, Draymond's under contract, Steph was going to get paid no matter what. Andre had to have great faith in, you know what, I'm going to do this, knowing it puts my own career with this organization and financially at risk. So those are the things that play into keeping Andre Godala. You can talk about numbers, you can talk whatever you want, but when you look at a guy and the whole picture of him and you say, how much does it hurt to lose him? It hurts pretty bad um, from, from many angles. And... You know, even talking to other players, I was because t- I was talking to Steph and I was talking to the other guys, and a common theme was like, "We gotta get Andre back. We gotta get Andre back." And you know what? They deserve to be heard on that. Um, and so, and we did. And I think without him, we're diminished. And he knew all of that. Too. He knew all of it. <laughs> yeah. Right? He's smart. And he knew exactly. He knew Steph exactly. Yeah, right. he's smart. You know, um, and, and it's you know, so good. Good for him. That third year, uh, how hard was it to guarantee knowing? I mean, it's all these technical yeah. stuff, but knowing what's coming. Yeah, you've got Clay up in two yeah. years. Yeah. You're looking at a massive yeah. tax bill yes. for this year, this next year, but year, and then yeah. 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 Um, how hard was it to guarantee that third year? Did you have to like look at ways that you can get out of money to know that you can guarantee that third year? Looking at 2019, 2020. Well, we made a decision that. Either we either keep Andre on a, on that contract or we risk letting him go, mm-hmm. and we couldn't risk that. Um, and we 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 as you know, 
like any team, we have to try to win now. And I think we felt like hopefully he's at a great level still. Three years, he still plays and still is great. And, but the decision was we're trying to win championships now. And if this is the this is what it takes to get Andre Iguodala back, this is what we're doing. And um, we figure things out as we move forward. You know, as you've seen in this year's free agency, this stuff is so unpredictable. Mm-hmm. I mean, cap space comes and goes, and this team had these guys that they were restricting, and now they're gone. And, and a team that has space that's waited a week all of a sudden will benefit now from guys getting renounced and restricted free agents going away. So you never really quite know. All we can do is, at this point at least, we operate a little differently because when you're in the window of contention, you know, making diminishing your chances of winning a championship by 5, 10, 15%. I would have never forgiven myself, and I think Joe would have felt the same way. Let's say we had held the line and Andre Godala walked um, wherever he went. Who knows? And at the end of the season, we lose in the finals or in the playoffs. And I look at Joe and we look at each other and Steve and we say, we should have kept Godala. We could have had another mm-hmm. championship. That's what you can't live with. Whatever the future will bring tax-wise, we'll have to work through all that stuff. You're right. Both of you are right in knowing the numbers are big and some too big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, numbers we've never seen before, numbers that blow way through anybody's budget. Um, but we're going to have to face those numbers um, beyond this season. What's, what's Joe like through this? I was looking at him like he's the poker player, and I'm sure that's some of it. It's like, okay, I'm not getting played. But – he kept at some point he kept raising the bar for what you could pay what was joe's attitude through all of this well again i mean kevin yeah kevin doing what he did changed the landscape Mm -hmm. as to what we expected we would be able to accomplish and again um it allowed us to be much more aggressive it allowed us to push past some constraints financially um and joe you know, the thinking had to change a little bit once we learned that. Um, but but again, here's the thing to know about Joe, and both you guys know him pretty well. He's really competitive, um, and he wants to win. And so you have to balance that, like anybody does, with running a business. Because, like you or me, we make financial decisions. It's easy to criticize somebody else's financial decisions until they're your own. But you have to balance spending with running a business with trying to win championships. But Joe was good in that, you know, we had a number heading into free agency as to what the budget was <laughs> and we're we're way over it. Um like you said there was a scenario where we were, were going to try to stay out of the tax for the future for not becoming repeaters, which people probably lose sight of, but that will down the line be a factor. Um, as we move forward, becoming a, t- a tax repeater, yeah. the multiples go up, meaning we pay more. Um, but Joe, the willingness to win and compete, I think pushed him to a level where we, we broke through some financial barriers. Uh, but fortunately for me, never in any discussions I've had with Joe has money been the driver. Um, it's always been winning. And you see it when we buy picks. You see it um, when we have our team dinners on the road. I mean, you, you see money being spent. But... Look, I mean, sometimes people spend money and don't get results or don't win championships. So maybe that emboldens him a little bit too, um, knowing that the re- the way we've spent has been productive. 
are you at all worried about Steph's cigar intake since the championship? <laughs> yeah, really. Is I mean, gonna, I told him. He, he said he's sobering up right now. <laughs> and he said he's going to start working out. He, uh, I asked him the other day. He's, he's just going to die on a pick He was in the family. I said, I he said, I'm starting to work out again. And I said, what, for golf or for what? <laughs> he started laughing. But no, he, uh, I don't know. You know what, guys? That's an interesting point, this celebrating. I've been talking to our players and I have to, because of the nature of the timing, you know, myself and our front office, Larry Harris, Kirk, Lake, up all our people, David Kelly and Johnny West and the whole group, um, we're right into the draft and we're right into free agency. And I'm not lying to you guys. I was with my wife and kids, and my daughter, my wife said, uh, my wife Kristen said, "Hey, put put a put a hat on the girls. You know, put the sun's the sun's out. It's bright." So my daughter pulled out one of our championship hats and put it on. And on the back it says "2017 Champions." And I looked and I said, "I said we we did win the championship." <laughs> I said, "This was like three days ago." I go, "That's right. We we won the championship." I'm not even exaggerating that story. I, I literally, like some people have called and, and jokingly friends have been like, hey, what's up champ? And, and then my response is like, what are you, what are you talking about? And then they go, you and, and I'm like, damn, that's pretty pathetic. That, that, that that's the truth. You need to get your life together. I know, yeah, my yeah. life's, it's you need so a couple re- cigars. But you know, when you have 10 free agents, mm-hmm. I can't go to the bar and get wasted <laughs> or go to he's Hawaii. He's at the parade, like, yeah. negotiating. Yep. No, it's, yep. it's a problem in the draft. So anyways, um, Steph should be fine. I'm not worried about his cigar yep. intake. Did it Did it feel, you know, I know obviously nobody signed a contract that big in NBA history. Watching it, I don't know, he probably hasn't even signed or you didn't see him, but just knowing that your, your road from – 2012 when he signed the 44 million and you've been in a waiting room before ankle yeah. surgery and all that what was that like to, to give him that max deal um it kind of felt like the right way it just kind of felt right you know to me to see him what what was the best part about it for me was and by the way the numbers are huge <laughs> i don't know if you guys have seen the numbers i looked at the last year <laughs> I started laughing. I said, this is ridiculous. Uh, even he would laugh. But, you know, with him, um, my favorite part of him is, you know, I know his previous contract has been well mentioned. I, when I, I do not, I'm being completely honest in saying that never once did I see or hear him be upset about that. I mean, how many of us could really do that? How many of us could sign an under market deal? And for four years, hear about it from a lot of different people and not in one moment say, you know what, man, you guys aren't even paying me what I'm worth anyway. You know, if you had a bad game or I, mean, I can't wait till you, you got to pay me. Never. Y'all once. paying for five turnovers. That's yeah, right. No, no, never. yeah, right, right. But, but that's my, it's a nice, we were talking the other day. I said, remember how it started? I wasn't here. I said, you know, Larry Riley, Don, they drafted him. I said, look at, I said, a good story for you to tell kids is. You didn't want to come to the Warriors. You didn't want them to draft you. You you thought about not going to the press conference. I said, look at you now. You know, you're the highest paid player in the league, deservingly. You've got a couple MVPs, you've got a couple championships. I said, tell that story to kids when they are in a situation they don't think is ideal. Like, tell them, I, I didn't want to, when I first got, I didn't want to go to the Warriors. It, I didn't think it was a good place to go. I didn't think it was a good place to work. You want to go to the Knicks? Yeah, what, yeah. You want to go to the Knicks? Yep. Look at that. I mean, yep. that's even a better story, yep. right? So he says. So then, when he tells that story, what he's saying is, you know, I, I made the, 
I went into a situation, and he was right in a sense. Like the situation wasn't great that he walked into. But what did he do? All he did was work, stay professional. And you guys knew him then. I mean, you, you guys, you guys knew him before I knew him. Um, I imagine he's the same guy today that he was then. I think um, maybe more sure of himself. I don't know. But to see someone that didn't have the keys to the kingdom handed to them on day one, that went to Davidson, that you know was too small and had no position, and came to a team that maybe didn't want to come to, that hadn't had the history of success. He, he's a guy that, you know, he, he's, I don't, I, I, maybe I shouldn't say this, but he's the closest thing to like a Joe Montana that we've seen here. And that, that's my example of growing up here and having that icon, the guy that is relatable, humble, um, and is part of a transformation of an organization. You could just tell him to tell kids that there's a book they yeah, can read. There's, that oh, was coming. yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, that was, that was, that was, that was your chance. Yeah. All right. Well, I just think you got the two open roster spots. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have a starting center signed under contract. I mean, does just the fact that it's a starting center make a difference to you? Like, because you know Zaza so well. You signed him last year to be your starting center. I know your coach likes him a lot. You like him a lot. Uh, does that make Zaza kind of a priority, or does that stuff matter at all at this point? No, it matters. I mean, we're still working hard to fill out the rest of it, and that's the position where we you know, have are lacking a little bit right now. It's, we're focused on it. Um, yeah, we'd like to see what we can bring him back. Both those guys are really good for us. Uh, you know, it, it, interestingly enough, uh, not a lot of centers have, have, yep. have been signed. Um, and I don't really know why the league has changed for sure. Because of you guys. Yes. You know, no, well, maybe. But, yep. but again, I mean, the whole position now with the pick and roll, putting centers in the pick and roll is you have to be able to guard out there. And I think... And I was watching the 30 for 30 with the Celtics and Lakers mm. and thinking, you know, what if somebody put Kareem in a pick and roll? Mm. He's done. Yeah, but, 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 then, but then on the flip side of that, you say, how do you guard him? Yeah, with a with with that a sky hook. Like, yeah, it's impossible. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I would have loved to have seen someone. And, and I'm not, the younger Kareem could have played. I mean, the younger uh, mobile, you know, 20s, early, you know, early 30s. But watching him in the latter stages of his career, you think, Part of me was thinking, I was thinking, man, this guy would kill it in the NBA now because he's so big and skilled and long. But then I thought, huh, you put him in that high screen and roll and he's out on an island. What does that look like? So I don't know what that looks like, but I knew though this, the league has changed. And so centers are different now. And we'll see. But we need them. We value them. People think we don't value centers. We just can't spend any more money on centers. We don't have any money to spend on centers uh, because we've spent them on, on our on our wings and our guards. Could, and, and could, could you look at David West being your starting center? I it's mean, possible. Yep. I mean, we'll see what we come back with. Um, but I think, you know, David, we want to, you know, we want to kind of, whether it's him or Andre or Sean, we want to be careful with minutes and things like that. Um, but... When the dust settles, hopefully within the next few days, we'll have a better sense of that position. One of the answers is uh, your rookie, or I guess now second-year center, Damian oh, yeah, Jones. Jones. Is this is there Could a hope that he's you know yeah. that, that he takes a step up and kind of alleviate some of that pressure? Yeah, I mean he missed camp last year. He did get better in the D League, but he hasn't really didn't get the. I think camp for a rookie is so important, training camp, and he missed that and summer league. So this is his first summer league. Um, summer league's important. I'm gonna fly out there tomorrow. We play tomorrow night, and then we play. Um, you know, next week, um, but it'll be a good, good, good opportunity to evaluate him. See what Looney's got. Looney's, Looney's also a possible five. Steve played him at five a little bit um, during last season. Jordan Bell, you know, another guy that we got to see how he fits. How about Caspi? Do you see him at five? You know, more Draymond five, okay. Caspi yep. four. 
I mean, okay. could he be a five with Kevin? I mean, then Kevin maybe is the five, mm. but it's possible. I mean, it depends on, you know, certain times people go so small that yes, the mm-hmm. answer to that could be yes. I mean, certain teams you play, they're not playing anything resembling a center. Yep. So, um, but he's big, mm-hmm. which gives you that opportunity. You brought in, uh, we just met Nick Young, a.k.a. Swaggy P. I know you're not going to call yeah, him that, but, yeah. but um that 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 was when I first heard the name, I was like, "Really?" Yeah. Then, I'm, but it just hit me like you guys are like a career rehabilitation center. <laughs> like first you've taken, you know, Javale to kind of changed his reputation yeah. here. Now you're just like, "Man, bring me your, yeah. bring me your your stray cats, <laughs> and let me show them how to play." Yeah. Did you have any reservations about getting a guy named Swaggy P? I don't, I don't. I mean, when you say that name, yeah, but <laughs> but I mean, anybody that's named that, yeah, I mean, you, you take one step back, but I. I don't refer to him as that, but he, uh, you know, I think sometimes, what is he? What are what are his transgressions, or what? Why do people not like him? I mean, he hasn't done anything wrong off the court, as far as I know. I don't think he has. Um, you know, he plays plays loose, plays with a lot of fun. That's what we do. Make shots, um, and I think we'll. You know, last year I think he played better defense, but um, you know, look, the 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 guys that are pristine we can't get we don't have enough money to get him and i think nick young i have no issue with who he is and what he's about and i think his uh his shooting and his his uh ability to score is something we could use off the bench and so for us you know and and obviously with steve talking to luke and then our players meeting with him i mean you know draymond and kevin met with him with steve um if they'd come out of that and i wasn't there i was here working on one of our deals we were doing if any of them would have come out of that meeting and said, "Ah, I don't, I don't know, man," but uniformly they all came out and said, "We got to figure a way to get this guy." Yeah. Um, so that's how it went down. Yeah, the Hamptons Five got LA Four. Is that right? LA4. I wasn't <laughs> even in that. Okay, mix, you're not even. So. Oh, that just shows you. Declining influence. My influence is <laughs> not really done. important. General manager. Not general manager necessary. Draymond Green. Yeah, Draymond Green. <laughs> You've just become the quarterback after the Hamptons. Now you're just calling out. Yeah, I have no. <laughs> you guys yeah. go, go get, go get. I didn't even do anything there either. Hey, 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 Clay, you go to China. Hey, Clay, <laughs> Clay, where can you not be? Where? How can like, you uh, not be here? <laughs> Clay, I've been like, where? Where do you want me to be? China. <laughs> Are you worried about China, Clay? Uh, no, no. I want. I have to watch some. I haven't had a chance no, to catch up awesome. on this stuff. It's great. Is it good? All right. We don't even know stuff. who he is anymore. <laughs> right. like, really? He's a. I gotta watch some of this. Guy. Is he he's back? Man. When's he coming back? I don't, he must be back he's by gotta, now. Yeah, he, by now. He's, he's alive. Right? You didn't get hurt or anything? <laughs> it's it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. He's so willing to just be just do like, whatever. Yeah, I heard about like, the dancing. I didn't see it. He's like John Ritter. It's like really? a slapstick comedy yeah. show starring right. Clay Thompson. He's free. He's living free. Yeah. It's it's just weird. No inhibitions. I love it. I love it. There are some guys. One last question. There are some guys on this roster who. Um, you've liked, you've had them. They've won a championship with you, and you know, obviously, they're not going to be back. Guys like Ian Clark, right. James Michael McAdoo. Right. It, what is it like watching the market just kind of like dry up for them? And I know you're hoping yeah. Yeah. like Ian go get yeah. paid, but it's going to be tough to for, for those guys to do that. What's that like watching it? Yeah, I mean, it's always hard, right? I mean, it's always hard to lose guys, um, especially guys that helped you win championships. Um, but you know it's hard to keep the same group, even even the core group. It's hard to keep that together. Uh, but I we wish those guys really well. I mean they were model teammates. I mean they they earned the respect of everybody, our coaches, myself. But yeah, it's difficult to move on from 
you know, even when you see coaches get jobs somewhere else, it's hard because you feel like you're a family and you and you lose someone. But you know, the nice thing is, is I think we all benefited from the relationship. They benefited from us. We benefited from them. I think they would speak well of us, and we would obviously speak well of them. But yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be a different group every year. You're lucky to keep six, seven of the same because, especially now, contracts are a little shorter, a lot of fluidity. You know, you're seeing in free agency guys bouncing around. I mean. It's rare to see a guy stay in one place for five years. You know, it used to be much different landscape, but now you do two-year deals, you do one-year deals, you do three-year deals. Three-year deals are kind of long deals now. So to keep a team together is is much more difficult. Yeah, next is going to be Boston trying to keep that team together. Yeah. They're going to have a lot of contracts. Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge. Sure, your guy. Uh, there's always something going on with Danny. That's what I know. <laughs> Danny, I always, Danny helped on. me get this job. Yes, so he I did. I got nothing but respect yes. for him. <laughs> Somehow he decided <laughs> to do, do, do you a favor. Yeah. You're going to send him a, tr- a player down the road, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I All right, that's we've taken more than enough time. Uh, I love these details. I thank Bob for getting into them. I think re- I think readers, I wouldn't care about readers, listeners uh, are, are going to like hearing how this all the mechanics of right. this and there's so many of each other we i'm sure there's so much yeah. other stuff that went into it yeah. but uh thanks a lot for coming yeah. on bob as always and uh marcus you just Anything? checked out already yeah i'm done all right. he's, he's trying to figure out all the cap stuff that i've, I've yeah. already figured out yeah, Tim's yeah. four steps ahead, four steps ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, marcus. Yeah, he, he it's not that. hard it's a low bar that. it's just a low bar to get over all right everybody thanks, thanks for having thanks me thanks for the show